We good? We We're good. on. We good. We're in. So we've got about a week till Christmas and things should really be starting to wind down now. And if you've done a lot of the groundwork, you should really be starting to think about putting your feet up, resting, relaxing, knowing you've you've done enough this year. You've done enough with the work, you've done enough with your family, and you've done enough with your health and fitness. Now, what I want to do, go around and talk to you boys and say like, are you people that keep good habits over Christmas or do you shut up shop and just think to yourself, well, let's just wind down and I'll just do what I want for the whole of thingy. So That's what, me. what I'll do is I'll go to like basically um, the coat hanger and ask him what he does. <laughs> What'd you call me? Yeah, I actually you should be the ironing board. Rag and bone man. The, the stiffest geezer in here. Rag and what bone man. Then? What no, is that? So anyway, I'll, so we're going to Lukey Matthews. So what would you be doing? So take back, I remember you said about last year, you said that you were very, very strict on what you're doing. Mm. But now this year is a completely different scenario. Yep. Partner, that kind of stuff. So what is your? what have you got to take away from last year, what you did badly, or not mm. what you did badly, what maybe you didn't do great, and yep. what this year are you going to implement? Um, so last year I was more strict up with like diet and training. Um, I pretty much, just, throughout December, I just carried on like normal. Um, which is not a bad thing at all, but at the same time, I feel like I didn't get, you know, the most out of December. Yeah, if that makes sense. Definitely. Um, so now this year, I've got um, got a, uh, got a partner, and I'm wanting to probably not let my hair down a little bit, but I think maybe take a step back in the training. So maybe maybe have quicker workouts, for example. Maybe instead of like having the two hours, maybe do like an hour and a half, maybe even an hour maybe doing a bit of conditioning work just to make up for that time during the week. Because um, I want to go out and do, you know, go out to like Christmas markets, you know, you know, Christmas shopping, like all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. but on that, I will regardless still keep up with like my diet throughout Christmas anyway, or up coming towards Christmas. But at the same time, I'm still going to have that balance. So I'm still going to want, you know, on the weekends, I might want to go out for a drink, you know, with some mates, with a partner, maybe some family. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's fun. No, no, yeah. no, I think that's a good point. Mm. I think the, the thing is, Christmas currently comes around once a year. Mm. You should actually sit back and enjoy it. And I think if you're quite keen on your health and fitness and you're quite into it, you don't. You you tend to see Christmas as like a um, a problem, like an issue. And actually, you can become you can resent it a little bit and think, oh, actually, I can't train, I can't eat well, I'm going to feel like crap. Mm. But really, I think it's the only time I feel like people should have a genuine reason to really wind down. That's what I feel like. But I still feel people should have some some things in place. And we'll talk about that in a second. So I feel like everybody should have some non-negotiables they do each day, regardless of what period it is, whether whether on holiday, whether they're doing what. I think there shouldn't be this thing where you just completely F everything up. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. No matter how busy you are, there should be yep. some kind of reason you stick to. And we'll cover those non-negotiables in a second. But for you, for example, what you like? Are you going to train over Christmas? You know, what are you recommending your clients? To be honest with you, <clears throat> previous years, I've always been one to wind down probably a little bit more than I should. Um, and that's just the nature of kind of my personality. Um, what I like to get up to, you know, but I think over this Christmas, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, it was more, I definitely take last year and the year before as like more of just like went out the 23rd, went out the 24th, had Christmas day, drinking beers, went out boxing day, 
and probably the 27th and then did a big New Year's in London as well. And don't get me wrong, it is fun, but it's like, is it excessive? Definitely. Is it, do, do I feel great over that period? Probably not. So this year, um, I've already planned in my Christmas. I'm away to Ireland, so I know that's going to be festive and things like that, but I'm not going to the 24th. So there's no reason really for me to start to like really relax and unwind, I think, in my head until I get over there. Yeah, you I'm know, the same. The 24th, yeah. we're going, we're flying from Bristol at eight o'clock in the morning. So like 25 to see and live, chilling out, going to have some food together. And then 24th, I'm off. And then between the 24th and 28th, when I get back, that will just be me winding down, relaxing, having a good time with my family. Definitely going to get out walking because they love that. And there's plenty of us. So nice, maybe a Christmas Day walk. If I can, I'm going to try and get to the sea either on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, get a swim, um, which I would have never done before. Um, but the other things around it for me I don't care about the amount of food I eat the quality of food yes I don't want to be stuffing my face with heroes all day long however I'm not really going to care about the quantity and a little bit about the quality beers over the, the three or four days it will probably be having a few beers every evening but it's not like getting wasted like yeah. it has been the, the years before which I think will be good Um, I remember last year I crawled in through the door at three o'clock on Christmas morning, if you like, you know, uh, Christmas is right off that, isn't it? It's no not. It's not because I, I like I can get up and I can still do stuff. So for me, it's not really a write off. However, you don't feel the same. But mm. don't you think food never tastes the same when you're hungover? It still tastes good. Yeah, but I feel like everything to me doesn't feel as good. It's like in a way, it's like. <laughs> It's like a little bit flatter, so you still have the meal. It's still nice. Yeah. But when you're not hungover, food tastes better. Like your you you yeah. things taste nicer. Yeah. Then you've got a bit more like oomph. I always feel like it's it's an extra effort to get things going. So yeah. if I wake up and I'm hungover, it's like I can still do the walk, but I've got to actually think about doing the walk. Whereas when I'm not hungover, I'm like I'm up and I'm out straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel for my my thing is I can't eat loads and drink loads. Just feel I feel terrible. Yeah. I don't know if it's like getting older. Like I'm like nearly 35 and I need to start having Gaviscon. I get like heartburn and acid reflux. It's ridiculous. I never used to have that at all. I was at Centre Parks a couple of months ago and it literally was like drinking and we drank the night before, then drunk Saturday. I didn't feel rough, but my throat was like on fire. It was like acid reflux. I've never had that before. It's like I can't do a two-day bender anymore. Not how I feel because I can, I feel like I can drink every day with ADHD and I could still function. It's my throat. And apparently you need Gaviscon now. Right. So, so basically, I'd have to take Gaviscon around with me everywhere. I'm a Gaviscon kid. B.I.B. first. Gaviscon man. The Gaviscon. Mm. Yeah. I, um, what I want to do this year for me is I always say it every single year and I never do it. I would like to get up in the morning on Christmas Day and go for a morning run. That, and I've trained on a Christmas Day before, but that's when I was single. But now I've got a partner. I think it's nice to... I want to get up. I want to do my cold plunge. I want to go for a run. And then I can then have a nice shower walk the dogs have breakfast and have the whole day but because i've kind of ticked the box i then relax a lot more enjoy myself yeah but that's not for everyone i'm not saying everyone should go for a run or a gym session it's just i feel great after i've done it and it's just something i think would be quite nice to do it takes half an hour your day i'm happy doing it it doesn't have to be a 5k pb i just think getting the wheels in motion feels good yeah and it allows me to then burn a bit of extra energy off because i've got energy to burn and i feel like when i'm coped up indoors all day i get stressed because I need to burn energy. Yeah. And it's not like I it's not like I I find it hard because some people can just relax. I'm one of the people who have to 
do things to relax. Yeah. That's the big difference. And I think everybody looks at, oh, what should I shouldn't be doing? For me, I need to tick off a load of things to think, actually, I can really enjoy myself and I'm a better person the rest of the day. Whereas if I just sit indoors all day, I start getting, not moody, but I start feeling like I'm getting a bit uptight. I need some space. So the run, I feel like, would like get some energy off me. It'd probably accelerate your day. Yeah, and I feel better. I'd be in a much better headspace for the day. So I just feel like everybody should do what they want to do. But I just feel like it's sometimes being a bit, maybe a tad selfish first thing. Because then what happens is you can then be selfless the rest of the day. Mm. That's where it comes in at. So what I want to say to a lot of people right now, if you're kind of like 35 plus, you're the ideal age range we coach. Now, the three things you're going to struggle with is time, overwhelm and stress. So I'm going to pick Luke. You're going to cover time. So someone who's going up to the Christmas period now, we're a week away from kind of Christmas. Give me your top tips of what you'd be doing or what you recommend your clients to do. We're back because we had a little bit of static. So, top tips, time. Hit us with it. Cool. So, what I recommend for my clients uh, during the Christmas period. So, time. Um, so, of course, we're all going to have families. You're going to want to spend it with them. and But you still want to get some workouts in. Um, this can be either done at home or in within the gym. I recommend doing coming in for doing like a shorter workout. Coming in and doing like a little like, you know, full body blast, uh, body conditioning work. This can be either done in like let's just say 15 to 20 minutes if you're short on time because um, if you want to go out and then spend it with family friends um, you know your partner I think just having that little body blast throughout the week as well that just, at least you're still doing something yeah throughout that December and coming close to Christmas as well I give Bex a full body blast yeah I bet you do yeah yeah it's only a three minute workout though what about Fionn? gets great results every Xmas <laughs> <laughs> I can fix a full body blast. <laughs> <laughs> so, go here. But no, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I recommend, definitely. So you're going for like the, the short, more intense workouts. So what happens if someone says to you, uh, for example, oh, actually, what I want to do is I want to stop. Um, I'm going to stop training over Christmas time. What, mm. what would you say to them apart from they're stupid? I would, I would say, <laughs> you know what? I will say, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah. Why think, would you want to do that? Yeah, I think sometimes having a tough conversation with people because I feel like a lot of people think actually it's Christmas time. It's like an excuse to not do anything. Mm. And I, I still think there's an excuse to, there's a reason to wind down and relax. Yeah. And they're definitely family time is more important. But I think this kind of mentality of, oh, actually, I shouldn't have to do anything. That's mm. that's the wrong mindset. You still because, need to let them know that's the thing. You yeah. still need to put it in their head just to let them know like, oh, yes, that's like, you know, get at least something. Because you don't want to be full of the whole December. You don't want to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do anything. You come at January, you're going to feel like, we're going to feel sluggish. I mean, no wonder people are feeling like, that's what I feel, however, is like when people get to January, they're like, oh, I feel like crap. I feel sluggish. I feel like a marshmallow. You know, I don't look good. I don't feel comfortable. But I'm like, well, if you've boozed mm. the whole of Christmas and yeah. you've, you've really started your Christmas in the 14th of December mm. and you've gone all the way to the 1st of January, no wonder you feel like a marshmallow. Yeah, exactly. So what I would say is it's a lot of the overwhelm is that people actually sometimes feel like they haven't got structure. So then it all goes out the window. So going back to Luke's one time, I think home workouts are great definitely do home workouts we've actually got a free plan so if you just message one of us the word xmas we'll send it across to you it's an ebook to help you overcome time stress and overwhelm over the xmas period it's packed full of recipe ideas um, festive drinks at low calories and also workouts as well which can be done at home or the gym but if it's overwhelm your issue structure your week out 
So you know you've got Christmas Day, X Day. You know you've got Christmas Eve. You know you've got the parties lined up. Literally get your diary out and look at exactly what you've got on that week. And then you can look at what you're going to do around it. And like Fionn said, factor in longer walks. There's something great about doing a family walk, isn't there? Like that's a really nice experience. And if you hit that with going to a coffee shop or having lunch, like a nice roast or something like that, it's like a win-win because you've had family time. You've got a ton of steps. You've got fresh air and you feel great. I just feel like people aren't thinking ahead of what's going on. Yeah. And that's the big problem. Yeah. So overwhelm, structure your week, structure your days and understand that you've got all these different bits coming up. So maybe don't say yes to everything because you don't have to. I think Do- the thing about it as well is, you know, we talk to a lot of people about prepping the week in terms of having it all mapped out. People are like, yeah, but, you know, stuff comes up all the time. So I'm not necessarily always going to stick to it. And it's like, well, actually, you'll be in a hell of a you'll be in a better place if you've actually mapped out what you're trying to do yeah and things come in the way and you maybe don't get all of it done than if you were just to go through life yeah i agree with you because people say this is what frustrates me with people with kids and stuff oh i'm too busy well you haven't got the afford the affordability to be able to not plan yeah because you don't have as much time as us yeah so we've got more time which means actually we don't really need to structure our day out because i could train now after this podcast but I could also train before our class or equally I could train in the evening if I've got kids I can't then train probably after work I need to go straight home mm-hmm. so someone who's with kids who's got you know busy life actually has to plan even more mm-hmm. to the finite detail yeah because you need to be more on it so I don't think it's an excuse where people say oh I'm too busy to plan because actually you're too busy that you have to plan that should be a non-negotiable yeah because that, that's going to buy you more time yeah whereas with us Time's an oyster. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. what you want. I could work tonight if I wanted to. I yeah. could I could be here till twelve PM mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Don't know if Bex would be happy with that, but you know, it's not, I haven't got kids to go back to. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm. when you've got kids to go back to, you have to structure your day out. Mm-hmm. You have to be so organized. I'm gonna come in with a little thing that seems to crop up around this time of year and it can even start mid October, November, some for some families, is stress. Stress is one of the things that you're gonna feel over the extras period. And we're going to try and combat that because it's supposed to be a joyful time around children, around family, around friends, eating good food, having good parties and gifting with each other. So the thing about the stress is why, what is the root cause of it? What's actually causing that stress? Is it overwhelm? Is it time? Is it just unhappiness? Is it money? Is it career? Is it focus? What actually is the nitty gritty of it? And and, and that's where we need to shift our focus to. But without going into it too deep because obviously you're going to be plenty busy with other stuff ways to manage your stress over the excellence period is making sure that you are looking after yourself as well as everyone else because if you're a mom or a dad and you're working you've got children to look after or family members are coming around and all these kind of things you've got christmas parties blah 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 blah. you are going to put yourself last because we all do it it happens so whether it be 5, 10, 15 minutes out of your day to maybe do some breath work, to do some meditation, to do some more mobility, to even, I know it's as simple as going for a walk, but we all know how that makes us feel. If you're someone who likes hobbies, it might be doing that specific hobby, i.e. playing the guitar for 15 minutes in the evening, doing something to ground yourself back into actual reality and, and, and give yourself a bit of time for you will massively help with that stress, in turn overwhelm, in turn time. You notice how it all links up together. Another thing as well is um, making sure that you're moving daily. 
So it doesn't have to be a workout. It doesn't have to be an hour and a half walk. It's just doing something specific outside of your your daily goings on. I.e., you're a mum who looks after two two children from home, and you're in the house all day doing bits and bobs. Yeah, you might be cooking, cleaning, looking after the children, whatever it may be. Yes, you are moving throughout the day, but you're not taking specific time out for movement. It's two completely different things. You could phone a friend while you're out for a walk, or you could listen to a podcast while you go for a cycle, whatever it may be, but do something specific for movement rather than just doing your daily bits and bobs. I promise you, you'll feel great. Anything else? No, on that note, what we want to do is relax, unwind, enjoy Christmas. And remember, if you want the Thrive to Xmas guide, make sure you message one of us or email us, anything at all, reach out Xmas and we will send you the link. Over and out.